Welcome to Geek Out Weekly, the podcast where we geek out, not so strongly, on a roughly seven-day basis. I'm your host, Adil, and I'm joined by Ben. Hey, everyone. Uh, welcome back. Thank you. Was it a week, a week absence, isn't it? Yeah, I think. Now I've lost track. No, wait, we did Army no, of the Dead. We did Army of yeah. the Dead last week, which will come out. So you, the welcome back point. last week. Glad to have you still here this week. <laughs> What a great start. <laughs> what are we talking about, Dad? We are talking about Disney Plus Marvel's latest series, Loki. Um, yeah. So, as always, I'm going to throw to you and say first impressions. Um, so, we've had two episodes. Actually, on the, the, the day we're recording now, there is a third episode out. Um, Disney Plus have shifted their release times to come out on a Wednesday now, rather than a Friday mm. for their new shows. So... Um, because we had some rescheduling as well this week on the day that we record, there's actually a third episode out. And my initial thoughts are, I want to watch the third episode. Um, mm. I think Loki has captured me more quickly than either of the other two um, mm. TV, Marvel, Disney TV shows so far. You know, when we talked about WandaVision, those first couple of episodes were a little bit slower to kind of get into. They were working through the themes of the sort of the show and the, the aesthetic and tone that they were kind of going for. And I remember us discussing at length the the, the, the basis for that and our um, kind of nostalgia or lack of for those kind of shows and how that plays into you know getting into it with falcon and the winter soldier i think we sort of again similarly thought well this is kind of a good showing for for, for it to sort of start off on it's given us a little bit of action it's given us a little bit of intrigue i think loki has just jumped straight in and gone this is what this show's about there's comedy it's loki kind of trying to be and trying to scheme trying to be sort of like the bigger person, but actually coming up a cropper in most sort of cases, yeah. uh, trying to use his mischievous kind of ways and not getting the kind of results that he's sort of used to. And there's there's comedy around that, but there's again, there's also intrigue and um, a much bigger kind of stage as well that's sort of at work within sort of the Marvel universe. Um, and how that builds into that. So it's kind of, it's already got me into kind of thinking, yep, Loki's a great character. I mean, he, he was in all of his previous showings, but he's come straight back into this um, as a character that I'm really invested in and really mm. like. The other characters as well have done very well to kind of form around sort of Loki and you start to kind of get to know them a little bit in the episodes. But also on that galactic Marvel scale, of going, this is kind of where the show sits, and you know that stuff is going to be pulled more in. Um, so yeah, initial impressions. It's it's done. I think for me, so far better than the other two at pulling me straight in. Um, yeah, uh, I have to say I agree. Although uh, as we talked about in the Wandavision episode, which you can look at the backlogs, um, I grew up watching shows mm. like the Dick Van Dyke Show and like the so there's that. Less so the middle episodes, but I was already sort of brought, drawn in uh, by those early ones, and I and I think it's just unique because of those first few episodes. Um, and then I Falcon the Winter Soldier was, is a thing I will never watch again, but I didn't <laughs> mind watching. Um, and this, uh, I I mean, who knows if I? But so far, I'm also like, great. This is great, but also it's great because 
it's not it doesn't have to do it manages to b both be a continuation of endgame mm. but also a whole lot of stage setting and not a lot of time like it starts with the loki who steals the tesseract and everyone's like wait what um being revealed to have started a divergent timeline and getting taken to the tva the time oh i forgot variance already time authority. variance mm. authority yeah um and you're like cool but because of that because it that starts with a familiar scene and like literally just a copy paste from the movie yeah. uh and then him showing up in mongolia and then getting taken away you're like ah right cool i know sort of where this we have the benefit of i know where this loki is coming from mm -hmm. uh which yes. i have a follow-up but um then just to stay on track um then it's like ah where is this place and you get to learn about this place because he's getting a tour and and so all of the ex exposition dumps are directed at him but obviously at you it's yep. re quite well crafted and having the animations and the like mm. you know it's like an 80s government institution trying to like uh give you a quick like intro of what things are doing like it's just yeah th those like oh our company does this like that you would show kids touring your i don't know uh fertilizer plant or something some some really mundane thing that for some reason kids have come on a t tour and y you've paid some shitty animation company to like go make it that's the vibe yeah. of like half of this is just like and now we're doing this this is you know or like the this is how a bill is passed um edutainment cartoons that played in north america mm. uh and it was just really great because you get all of the exposition done really quickly yeah and it explains uh, big plot holes in the marvel universe at the same time yeah well kind yeah. of it just says oh there's plot holes don't worry we get rid of them <laughs> which i think is great it's interesting isn't it that um kind of to, to launch sort of straight into it there's a there's a scene in the first episode where when loki's kind of on trial when he's brought into the tva and you go through that kind of exposition dump you have that really cool uh, as you say that kind of infomercial style uh, or, or not even infomercial sort of informational video kind of style on what the tv are with is it miss minute the character yeah the little clock who appears again later but when he's on trial he's like yeah but the avengers did this and um Revo uh, what's her name ravona renslayer yeah the um the judge who is it's sort of sat above him kind of alludes to the fact that that was fine you know, that yeah. this whole idea that there is this sacred timeline and you have the timekeepers, the, the lizard people, as Loki kind of keeps referring to them as, um, setting, sitting over this, making sure, and the TVA making sure that this sacred timeline is the only thing that's continuing, getting rid of all of the variations and stuff. That the event, all of the stuff that happens... Including in, Thanos and the Infinity Stones and the loops, that, that those are all... All of that is suggested that it is, like, sanctioned in some yeah. kind of way. So it's interesting to sort of have this setting and be like, well, we can like suddenly the Marvel universe was, you know, the, or the Marvel setting was based on earth in phase one, right up to the end of, of phase one. And then suddenly we get sort of, you know, alien invasion and stuff and it starts to take those, those steps out. And then you have uh, the, the Marvel universe, which isn't really associated with the stuff that's going on in earth with things like guardians of the galaxy and stuff. And then it starts to all 
form together to get towards us towards sort of endgame. And now they've gone, hmm, how do we now expand on this? Ah, time. Perfect. <laughs> but but what I find is really interesting is, the so in the backstory, they say there were multiverses, but the multiverses yes. fought, whatever the fuck that means. I mean, I love how it's just a picture of, like, these tube flows that are the multiverses, and then they're, like, trying to bash into each other. And they're like, yeah, multiverses fight. And you're like, you know, this doesn't, this doesn't make sense, right? Like... <laughs> What does that mean? So, it doesn't matter. So what matters is the lizards came together and they said, this is the good one, this is the timeline, and mm -hmm. then any divergent path they get rid of. That's what, I mean, yep. that's what matters for the plot. But I also think, um, I, I mean, seeing as we've, we've sort of gone to the topic of, of the greater Marvel impact, how Doctor Strange in the... What's the name of the title of the Doctor Strange movie again? Uh, Mad, Multiverse of Madness? Uh-huh. But there isn't supposed to be a multiverse because mm, yes. lizards. So this also, I think, anyone who sort of pays attention to the, the Marvel meta titling and, like, the things that are going on and, and, you know, how this phase is working, as soon as that infomercial happens, you're like, wait, what? But we know that, like, Chaos Wanda is definitely in the multiverse thing and the chaos energy is, like making things out of nothing and really, like, seemingly breaking things. Mm. And we know Doctor Strange had the Time Stone and saw different paths, but I guess he just saw the one the sacred timeline would take. But then what was he seeing? Just potential? Like, all these things click through, and then you're like, oh, and also Doctor Strange's movie is literally the madness of the multiverse or whatever. It's like, oh, this series could go anywhere now yes. that we have the because they're giving us a start a little like a box of there is one timeline but with knowledge that they're calling the other timelines multiverses mm -hmm. and we know that the multiverses are going to be later holy crap what is going to happen in this and yeah, i really it, like the 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 folding in on itself of the marvel narrative in a way that isn't like, oh, you got to wait till Dr. Strange. It's not like saying, it's not kicking the ball down the road and be like, you have to watch this to figure out. It's like, oh, now I'm super curious about what's going to happen here. Mm -hmm. Episode one, minute seven or whatever. Yeah. I think it's interesting to see kind of, we've we've taken Loki out of his time at the end or, or during the first Avengers film. End of it, first Avengers. Yep. At the end of the first Avengers film. So... Where will this? By the time we get to the end of this series, in, in dependent on kind of what happens to Loki, whether something happens and he's put back into a timeline or put back into his timeline, kind of further on, or kind of what happens because obviously he's after Endgame, or is it in Endgame or the Infinity War where he's killed one of them? Infinity War, he's killed by Thanos, right? Yeah, and he sees is, that, and yep, is he then inserted? He's not inserted at all. They they cover this in episode one that he 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 should be removed as a variant. Yes, yes, but you've got to imagine that at the end of this there is some kind of get out for him, and whether that is a breaking of everything, and he then is able to go into a go anywhere in some kind of way and go in anywhere. Where does he kind of re where, where, where do we get at the end of this? 
are we suddenly like, right, Endgame has now happened, and Loki's just popped up again, because he's decided to insert himself in this timeline after his death, at that point, after all of this shit's gone on. So it's interesting, because obviously with time stuff, it can be anywhere it sort of wants to be. And the idea that, you know, saying that if stuff does break and he comes in earlier than that... When Doctor Strange goes around and looks at all of these different variations during Endgame and seeing sort of the path that needs to be taken, that actually are things broken at that point for him to be able to do that? Like, it has extra kind of connotations on the other films and stuff, which I'd like them to kind of address. But I can see them just going, yeah, he's now here. Don't worry about anything. Oh, I assume... Yeah. I assume he's going to enter... And like the end of one division, end of Falcon and the Winter Soldier timeline. Oh. Uh-huh. If if he if he continues his role, uh, which I wouldn't see why he wouldn't. I don't think Tom's ever said the same. The Robert Downey Jr. Chris Evans line of, "I'll put I'll, I'm done with this." Uh-huh. Um, but I mean, yeah. So I thought you meant where would he be like put? Like where would it be a safe place he'd be put? But I, oh, I think no. you're right. He he's gonna he's gonna run himself away somewhere yeah um and i think it'll be in the current marvel era Mm -hmm. just because i i I don't think they like they might want to undo some things but i don't think they want to make it that difficult for themselves and i doubt they have to because yeah so i mean this feels like um what i'm curious so are you familiar with the dc storyline flashpoint or Crisis a, on Infinite Earths, a little. or like all these ones. Like yep. the, basically, the Flash is almost always because it can run faster than light. Always key to resetting the DC universe. Mm-hmm. Like Crisis on Infinite Earths was like realizing there were multiverses and then having collapsing into one timeline. I'm curious as to whether it will go the other way with the Loki's making. Like we already we end episode two with new timelines are being formed all over the world, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, in 20... Oh, I missed the time. Did you catch the date, the year they were... That uh, no. disaster no. was? Yeah. Doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, so, and then and then that's what opens the multiverse up, mm-hmm. or like the walls of the multiverse that allow very crazy, like, divergent paths to be released or something. That's my guess. Um, yeah, and Loki's going to ultimately be, get have a hand, like, let's call this Loki 1. Because uh-huh. Loki Prime's dead by Thanos, right? He's the sacred yep. timeline Loki. So mm-hmm. this is, I guess, Tesseract Loki. Tesseract Loki, um, I think he's going to survive or try to survive, and he's going to do that by finding a way to live, and that means he has to not be in the sacred timeline. Yeah, and we've, we've right. already sort of seen his sort of machinations, how he's trying to get around Owen Wilson's uh, Mobius character, um, and, yeah. and, and constantly saying, "Oh, can I get to can I get to talk to the Sacred Timekeepers? Like, how can I plead my case?" Kind of thing, and yeah. you know, all of these different sort of things where he's trying to think so many steps ahead and how he can get out of this, uh, uh, culminating in the kind of conversation he has with uh, Lady Loki. Um, yes, which I called. The second time you see see an attack and don't see a face, I'm like, it's definitely a woman. Yep, Kim Kim and I had exactly the same conversation. Like, yeah, the build, everything, just the way the hood's up, it's, it's got to be. Um, but he he also says to her, like, I'm going to take over the TVA. You can yep. help me. And she's like, nah, 
I got <laughs> I got other stuff. I got bigger I, I, plans. Yeah, I got bigger plans, mate. Don't worry about it. Uh, but it's yeah, it's 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 um, where are we going with this? He's trying to get out. And you, yeah, I mean, I think I think so. Yeah, so I like that. Uh, so I mean, I, what I like is I took very few notes because actually a lot of this is world building and interest mm-hmm. and intrigue and characters. Yep. And like the actual plot is. Loki is a variant, and it turns out there's an, an uh, Owen Wilson is like, oh, I don't want you to kill that variant because he can help us hunt this other variant, who turns out is a different Loki. And I especially, I mean, the buildup was very clear because they're like, you've been a variant a bunch. Sometimes you're this weird troll giant guy. Sometimes you won in a football match. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, for Team Loki, because his name was on the front, it was a very weird image. Um and and then and then they, they like didn't show a gender swapped one. I'm like, it's a gender swapped Loki, mm. <laughs> right? Well, it was just so there's part of Loki's character, isn't there? And I I wasn't really aware yeah. of this, but there is part of Loki's character where he can gender swap, right? He's gender fluid in terms of being able to be either in a physical form, yeah, um, and chooses to for long periods of time yes. be either. That's yes, one of the things that that character has done in the comics. Absolutely, and I didn't realize that um, until I'd kind of read a couple of things after the sort of the second episode in this reveal. I was like, oh, I've, I've never really come across this idea of Lady Loki before. So I had a, a quick look, and yeah, uh, uh, seems that Loki as a character is happy to sort of be either. So it's interesting to see again how that uh, what they've done as well with that is that Loki makes a choice about which gender they want to be for a specific yeah. period or for a specific moment or whatever and how they can change that. But they've never delved into that in the films. And now they're yeah. kind of presenting two separate ones, a male version and a female version. And as you say, all of those other variants were kind of shown to be male. But do they then play this in at some point? Is, is it is it low-key in a female form? Or is it someone completely mm. different? Uh, oh, I, and I, I, I know there's lots of little bits and there's been some kind of leaks and there was a toy leak which gave the Lady oh, Loki character a, a name. There was also a credit in, I think, something like the Spanish language version which rather than putting Lady Loki put, uh, put a different name on there as well. Um, and that then alludes to another character in the Marvel Universe. So, uh, see, I've I've done a good job of not looking into leaks uh, and things. Um, I would I'm, I that would actually kind of be disappointing to me because because mm-hmm. uh, it's a thing that the character is, and it's like a classic Disney trying to have their cake and eat it too. Like, yes. look, we're woke. We're showing this gender fluid character. Ah, uh, but don't worry, it's not really that. So but not at all. If, you're, if you don't like that, mm. it's someone pretending to be. So that would be, yeah, I, I, I'll be disappointed, but I won't be surprised. Um, but also that makes me question, well, yeah. Because, like, they just, how do they know it's a variant? Presumably, or a Loki, I guess, I don't is the know. thing. I don't know. I don't think that's kind of explained in anything it's no, just no i mean a lot you. of their tech we're is looking, we're looking for you basically yeah and a lot of their tech is like conveniently underexplained because it doesn't really make sense yes. but i think that's fine for a timey-wimey thing mm-hmm. 
rather than just like trying to reconcile it. But like, yeah, so you just assume that they're magic palm pilots that are like orange on black monochrome um, would be like, oh, it's a variant. It's a Loki because that's kind of these things just have all this information. Um, and then if it's not, then it's like, OK, so then how it's a classic thing. I, we talked about when we're talking about Army of the Dead as well. Right. And I talk about a bunch, which is like if it turns out not to be Loki, then now we have to question if and they don't give an explanation on how the TVA was tricked outside of it, this person is wearing a Loki helmet which is right now all we have. Yes. Right? Then it's like, okay, so did they just... Could anyone put a Loki helmet on and trick them? Or is there is this like a deeper trick <laughs> Yeah, and involving... considering, considering she says as well, when he, when he calls her Loki, she says, I hate that mm. name. Um, it, it, yeah. It, it kind of... There are little clues in there which are sort of suggesting that it's not, but it does then make you question everything right uh, in, yeah in terms of how the tva kind of go about their business um so there's something that i um thought of when you were talking about the the, the when it was explained about those all of those divergent timelines kind of battling before the sacred timeline was sort of put together or yeah however that or works picked and you're saying about a uh, flashpoint crisis on infinite earths in dc there there is some Marvel um, comparisons to this as well. And I think it was a new Avengers comic run when it had been gone for a little while and came back. One of one of the more modern, I mean, it's not even modern, it's probably like five or six years ago now, if not a little bit more than that. Um, it's one that I picked up, um, which was new Avengers, but it was um, Professor X, Black Panther, Reed Richards, um, and lots of Earths were all kind of, on a collision course with each other, there was this idea mm. that someone was trying to make this sort of like one timeline and to, to get it all. So all of these Earths were converging and they had to travel through however Reed Richards' brain works yeah. to get the technology to be able to do it. But they then traveled through to basically destroy the Earths that were going to then crash into theirs and had battles with the heroes of those Earths to be oh. able to then kind of do that. So it would be interesting and if Dave they Matthews start... And Dave playing in the background. Sorry, go on. And, and they're, they're, I think that then led on to um, Battleworld, where people were brought in, and there's like this whole Kang who, again, is a time-traveling kind of character. Yeah. So there's lots of stuff in, in Marvel, which I can see them kind of bringing into this without ever coming back to those kind of storylines again if you know what i mean like there's there's stuff that they're going to be doing so we know like secret invasion is going to be happening later down the line there's the the uh captain marvel 2 is now called the marvels or something like that so again yeah a bit more of an ensemble kind of and we we talked about this before as well didn't we like is is captain marvel 2 which is going to be the last film or at least we thought the last film in this kind of phase how are they bringing Mm. people in and they've kind of shown that they might be doing that with a with a name change um so it'd be it's really interesting to know how far ahead marvel have planned to then say right we know that in the next 20 years we're not touching this it's to do with time travel let's see what we can fold in to this kind of um series and again when we talked about the idea of there being multiple 
ep- uh, multiple seasons of some of these, discounting WandaVision. Maybe Falcon and the Winter Soldier gets another one. Maybe Loki does as well. I'm interested to see if it, if they do, if they stick around on that kind of thing, because Loki's not getting his own film, right? And he's always been yeah. a supporting character in the Thor films and the Avengers films and those sorts of things. Uh, a, a villain for the first sort of um, Avengers film. Um, so... I think, as you'd sort of said, you know, um, Tom Hiddleston hasn't said he doesn't want to do the character or that he's only got X amount of stuff in him. Um, so it, it, it kind of interesting to see that is this going to be the kind of maybe not yearly, but a season or have several seasons which deal with all of the time travel kind of stuff. Um, I think I also read something somewhere that Kang... The Conqueror is going to be included in one of the films as well. It really? has been cast for one of the films. I cannot remember which one it is. Um, Kang is... He is... Uh... What? He's like a descendant of Doom? No, he's no, a descendant Reed of Reed Richards. Yeah, and they, he just finds Doom's time travel tech. tech. That's mm-hmm. what it is. Yep. And he like really likes. He think yeah, that's right. He thinks he's Doom's. Doom is his ancestor, and then we the twist of his like one of his early things is he's not actually Doom's. Um, time. Uh, yeah, he's actually from uh, descended from Reed. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, so well, you you bring that up. Fantastic Four is, I think, the last film slated for Phase Four. Oh, have they actually revealed it? It's been announced. It's just, um, uh, yeah. It in the July twenty nineteen Comic Con, it was announced it was being developed, uh. but um, that's like literally, I think, the only real information. Um, Let's have a look. So, the, yeah. I'm gonna put. I mean, I'm Kang, going off of Kang Wikipedia. In the MC. I guess we are a little bit, but it all kind of ties in. This is this is the thing. Is Loki? No, I mean, be so this, this is why I like this series because this is like a Marvel. This feels like, hey, do, do you like the MCU? This is the show that's doing MCU stuff. This isn't like this feels like like if you think of um, Falcon and Winter Soldier as like a Thor or a Thor two, like a thing in the MCU. This feels like a Thor Ragnarok, where you're bringing people from other movies mm-hmm. into the same mm-hmm. thing. Like, you, and it's not actually the. And the great part is, it's not right. It's literally all new characters, except for someone who's already dead. <laughs> but like, it's just bringing thematically. It feels very much like a core MCU thing because all the questions we have, etc., are are about how things work in the universe, and we're at the universe level in the MCU. Yep. Um. So I think that's why it's like. And I mean, they're doing great cliffhangers at the end, right? Mm. Um, it's just, uh, yeah. So like the cliffhanger in episode one was Loki's the bad guy, uh, is the bad variant, and then the cliffhanger in episode two is this female Loki is our Loki is this blonde, um, but also Loki the variant uh, Tesseract Loki decides to jump through the time door to follow. Loki and doesn't stay with Owen Wilson's Mobius, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I'm I'm super 
interested in where this is going. I um, also like the... When you think about it, like, there's been... Except for when they go to places, which are like a Ren Fair... So it, it feels like a very big show, but actually if you think about the sets and stuff, it's like, well, you've got the TVA, which is like four rooms. Yep. Except for the like CGI, look, it's a big, big technological city, city yeah. that Loki is like, what do you mean you don't have magic? Um, which I thought was interesting. Mm. Well, it, it is interesting, um, but obviously Loki only has his understanding of the universe to kind of no, go on, but, right? but... But Ben, he this is the Loki right after the end of Avengers One, where he literally invoked the Chitari who have flying vehicles. <laughs> yeah, but that's just to, to that's come. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so, yeah, but um, so but yeah, except for that, it's like the judge room, the like training, the the office area, which is just an office area, the the uh, like with cubicles and everything. Um, the b- fancy boss's office, the the little jail cell he was in, and a couple hallways. Mm. Kind of, that's it. Yeah. And that's the TVA. And then it's like, we're going to time travel to a Ren Fair. And you're like, it's not even, they don't even have to like dress it up that well because it's not, we're traveling to the medieval times, is we're traveling yes. to a Ren Fair. So it's a very easy set to make. There's a tent and some people in. In a field. Old timey dress. Yeah. And then they like, when they go to the. Uh, Pompeii, it's obviously a CGI'd volcano in the background, and it's just like a couple of shacks and the goat pen. Yeah, around and they never the, move. the street. He literally leaves, they're hiding, and then he leaves and yells, let some goats out, and then we leave there. Yep. It's like such a contained set. Mm. And then similarly, we go to, they appear, and then there's just people in a building huddling from this dangerous event, ap- apocalypse, which yeah, I'll get to in a second. Mm. Yeah. Um, and then it's a mall. Uh, it's a it's a grocery store that's next door, essentially. Yeah. Like these are the sets. This is this is a tiny, tiny show that feels so big because then the world building is really so well done. Yes. Uh, and and like everyone's, you really believe? Oh, we've just zip zapped around, right? Like it, the 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 effects and the acting are are good enough in the direction that you just are like, oh wow, they're here now. Which I think is really it's 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 impressive, and I think that's what's keeping me on is like oh the just the caliber of everywhere everything from the simple sets being well dressed enough to be convincing, the acting, the direction, um, the effects work. Mm. Well, I think having the time travel just be literally you can make this in in Blender. It's like a semi translucent like monolith, thin orange monolith, and the hardest part is having. The person phase through, phase through it, yeah, which is yeah. like not that difficult, and then they blip away. It's like that's your primary effect hmm. for is, the biggest I, sci-fi I can, element. I, like I it's great. Agree, and it'd be interesting to see how that progresses, kind of through the series. You you would imagine that this is now going to be uh, Loki, at least. Uh, bopping through different periods, whether that's on those divergent paths, whether that's on the sacred timeline at different points in time, uh, and how that kind of plays out. You know, does he decide, actually, I need to kind of rein some of this in. It's for me to have control. If we go back to kind of Loki's whole persona, him having the idea of 
having control about all of this and being able to then say be in charge of the TVA does he kind of pick and choose kind of what he reigns in what he allows to run free it'd be interesting to see how that develops but how then the series develops in terms of are we going to go to you know uh, a like a small backwards kind of uh, um, backwards. Uh, uh, we're in time, so it doesn't need to be. We go back yeah. to a, a, an ancient civilization, and again, we can have a little bit of CGI for the backgrounds and a few different kinds of buildings and things like that. And most of it kind of can happen around in that kind of one set per episode. Then that there's not a huge amount of stuff kind of going on in each of them. So uh, yeah, yeah, a very very interesting point. Um, and to talk about it being more expanded by bringing in these sort of ideas and stuff um to go back to kang it looks like mm. from um from an article on cineworld.co.uk that jonathan majors has been cast as kang the conqueror i've got no idea who he is it tells you what he's been in love uh, lovecraft country which i've not seen mm. i know yeah lovecraft country that's a mouthful um but, oh he's also in the, the five bloods which I have watched. Um, oh, what's that? Uh, it is a, the Five Bloods or the Five Bloods is a Spike Lee um, oh, film right. on Netflix uh, about a group of guys who were in the Vietnam War who go back to Vietnam because they'd buried a load of gold. So they go right. back to get said gold, and lots of shit happens. Uh, it's very good. Um, but it says on the end of this article that he is going to be in Ant-Man 3. Oh. So that's when he's appearing, um, which is slated for 2022, maybe. Who knows? Yeah, I guess it's all kind of up in the air, isn't it? Yes. So kind of you can... I mean, Kang is something that feels like it would fit, but all of these things are then making those bigger moves, aren't they? We're talking about... Doctor Strange 2, Multiverse of Madness. I think Ant-Man 3 is called something like Quantumania or something. Um, I guess that's going to be a similar kind of thing, going into the Quantum-verse and yeah. doing stuff on that kind of scale. Like It's going to get nuts. And I think Loki can be a very good anchor for all of this kind of stuff. You know, is it, I think Loki is the kind of show that can be a yearly thing. Just a ten-run episode, a ten-run season, be yearly without getting too crazy, um, because as you say, the scale of the production of it feels like it would then fit with that. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll kind of see uh, how it goes. But as I say, I think it can be a good anchor for kind of everything that is is happening, and that's only based on the two episodes we've had so far. Um, which I yeah, think shows I mean, I think... how good the writing is as well and sort of uh, how good all of these characters have kind of uh, been portrayed. Yeah, so like, like let's go to the other... Let's chat a bit about the characters here. Mm. Um, so I think um, the the judge, Ravana Renslayer, mm-hmm. for having almost no, like very few actual screen time minutes, I think she's well-developed. She's like the boss character, but she reports to the lizards but also she seems to be the only one who has access to them and so there's like some interesting like you like just the way that scene in her office played out i'm like are the lizards still around and, and right and uh there's there's that idea as well that owen wilson um, mobius is kind of 
like her agent, but then she's got another agent because he makes a couple of things about oh who brought you this you know the the trophy kind of thing I know that I brought you these yeah. where are these kinds of things come from who's who's done yeah. this kind of thing so interesting that I think she's going to then play a more pivotal role in explaining kind of where the TVA are now and as you say are the are the timekeepers still around or is it just sort of being held together by a bit of masking tape and Renslayer kind of just trying to battle and, and bring kind of everything yeah. together but again we're not I'm not I'm not geeking out so weekly this week. I've got more stuff to drop. Uh Ravona Renslayer and Kang, the Conqueror, are very much intertwined in the comics. Oh um, I didn't he, know he he falls for her after enslaving her planet. Um and then there's lots of stuff going on with that character. Um and how then I can't remember the name of who Kang the Conqueror then changes his name to when he is an old, old man after going through multiple kind of times. Uh, Immortus mm. or something like that. Um, but then that she... About right. She then... Ravona Renslayer um, gets with Immortus or whatever his name is and then tries to kill Kang and all of this sort of stuff. So, again, another kind of touchstone for this series to suggest that there's other stuff going on. And we'll see as we will with the idea of whoever Lady Loki may be, whether it is a Loki and a female version of, not a female mm. version of, but someone presenting as a female, you know, another variant Loki presenting as a female, if it is or isn't, and there's lots of times when they've brought, the MCU brought characters in and not kind of given them their full, you know, comic kind of persona where they are then yeah. just this character here doing this job for said film or whatever. You know, how is she going to sort of play in with that? Are we going to get that link from her and kind of Kang as well? Uh, they may just choose to ignore it. So, Yeah, I mean, that's what I like about the MCU is that it, it, it's like remixing stuff, yeah. pulling on stuff, but not afraid to not do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they learned a lot from the Ultimate Comics making them some money when they were in trouble by yeah. rebooting things. And so, uh, one, I think the early MCU films were definitely like more Ultimates leaning. Mm. And now they realize that they get to take the best of all of those things and it doesn't matter. People are just happy so long as like the MCU makes sense with itself. Yes. They can just, hey, this... This was a popular run. This is an interesting character. What? How did? Can it fit with what we're doing now? Mm. Um, so that's interesting. The we don't actually have that many people. No, <laughs> so we got Loki, Ravona, um, B fifteen, which is the the main TVA um, a, hunter. Y- yes. And like is the, is basically Loki's antagonist mm-hmm. until we meet Loki. Who again? And, and I I really like the kind of little back and forth between them. He he'll make a comment and she will sort of like snap back at it, uh, or or the yeah. opposite way around. I think those two characters have worked quite well, um, kind of against mm-hmm. each other so far. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, so my one complaint character wise is she is she's quite um two-dimensional yes she's just angry at loki Mm -hmm. doesn't like the idea of a variant at all to the point of being insubordinate Mm. which 
isn't great, but like, oh, I guess like once we start talking about characters, I'm like, oh, Ravona like feels like she has depth to her personality, and and part of that, and she's interesting, and part of that interesting is just because she's more powerful character, so she might have a role later on. Mm-hmm. But like that, it's also just the way she's written. She's like, we just don't know stuff, but there's clearly other things going on. B15 seems like grunt angry. And it, it again, it will be interesting to see how that plays out further in the episodes mm-hmm. because from what... Um, is it Mobius or Morbius? Mobius. Mobius. Like the Mobius Mor- strip? Morbius is a vampire, the vampire character in Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Yes, right. Yeah. So Mobius says sort of to Loki... Um, you know, we were made. We were made by the timekeepers. You know, when when the timekeepers yeah. have done their job, we will be gone. So it's interesting that, like, to see how these characters fit within their, say, role within the TVA. So talking about kind of like her being grunt angry, are they all going to be like that? Are they? Are all of the hunters just, you know, have they been made and have they been made for that like one purpose? And is that what we're getting? Yeah from these characters now or will we see when they get a little bit more screen time you know i would imagine that she's going to be if if we do go down the road route of uh loki jumping through different times that she will be hunting him through said yeah. times so will it just be that superman energy or do we get a little bit more depth um yeah interesting and to see I, how I they play like, that out like yeah, I mean, she's just, like, I like that she has just, like, the the drive and, like, takes no guff about it. Like mm. like I said, to the point of kind of being insubordinate, because you're like, it seems like Mobius is, they're, like, on different tracks, but it seems like he's theoretically above her in the hierarchy. Although mm-hmm. she's like, this is my mission. Like, she, it's like yes. that classic, I'm higher up in the organization, but once we hit boots are on the ground, it doesn't matter that I am because you're in charge of the thing, right? Yep. And she's she's aware of that. Um, and but like her, like also in the first scene where she Loki uh, escapes, um, Mobius is like, "Don't kill him." I like I I think we can still use him, and then she literally swipes at him and almost kills him, and yep. instead disintegrates. What did she disintegrate? I can't remember. A thing. A thing. She hits a thing with her thing and it goes away. Um, and you're like, oh, she don't care. If she mm. thinks she, this is the right thing to do, she's going to do it. Um, which I liked that character having that drive. I just would like to see either a second dimension of like via other drives or some information on why like if if the timekeepers really made her and made Mobius, why are they so different yes. in their dedication? Mm. Right? Mm. Um, I th- I sneaky I think that the timekeepers created nobody. <laughs> I would also hazard a guess that that was correct. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So there's a there is a it's me. Uh, you have my logic brain. The MCU has this classic problem that happened in Infinity War and Endgame, and it's repeating itself here. And I just have to talk conceptual um, problem of show, or at least it's weird. So in Endgame, um, Infinity War, the snap, right, is Mm -hmm. all 50% of all life in the universe goes away. 
but it's all life really just means sentient life mm -hmm. um because but it didn't seem like half of earth got deforestated yes i mean it's at random but like um also we are composed of multiple living things that aren't part of us like our gut flora and if our gut flora disappeared we'd die so actually more than half the people would probably die um stuff like that okay we could just say thanos said he was killing half of or like the the stones knew what he was trying to do which was yep. kill a certain type of life form sure. and he just said all life okay fine but like still bothers me every time they they kept repeating oh the life of the universe it's like because it's just so anthropocentric mm -hmm. and in it didn't even seem like they killed half the horses you know what i mean like <laughs> no, no, they haven't read like they haven't referenced any of the non-human or human ask like human in the the humanoids type uh, sentient completely, beings completely and they it, didn't kill them half of all me. of the, you know, half of all of endangered species on Earth. You know, the whole idea was that that, that sentient life, at least in terms of civilization creating um, kind of life, well, is is ruining the planets that they're on and all of this sort of stuff. So let's get rid of half like, of them. Um, but yeah, well, I mean, if you get rid of half of like all of life, then you're probably endangering even more species and things than the original intent which was which i think thanos would be fine with, again because he his, uh, yeah, the way they yeah. presented yeah. The, by making it about overpopulation they thanos is basically saying hey i could just reset the clock and then it'll take longer to get here again mm -hmm. which is such a stupid plan because then it's like what are you going to stick around for another million years and snap again yeah um but anyway i digress Sorry, so he's my, got the time stone. That, he that, can just he can jump every million years and just snap jump a million years snap jump a million uh, years why didn't snap. he but he didn't did he mm -hmm. um anyway uh so yeah he really thought he was done the one time he's like yeah life will never get this big that's yeah. not how life works and then he just anyway. oh, i remember he just went to this shack on a planet didn't like, he and just kind of sat yeah. down like all done brilliant yeah. yeah, I'm so like tired. Bothered, I'll go fishing. Uh, see, in the, I wish they had the Disney had the balls to do the original thing, which was he's a titan, a type mm -hmm. of god, and he's in love with death, and he wants to impress death by giving death a lot of death, all the deaths, because yeah. he's the mad titan. And I get death is a weird concept, but you, you there's ways you could spin it so it's less anger of the Christians. I'm sure. Well, uh, death is Hella, Satan. Um, in yeah. Thor is is that character. So and yeah. that's that they're, they're, those two characters come together. So the characters are there, and this is when we were saying earlier about they're not afraid yeah. to kind of take some bits of this and, and just discard it completely. And we've got Eternals coming out soon as well, who yeah. were made no, who are Titans? Who are made by the Titans? Who are Titans? Oh, I can't remember. Who are made by the Titans? I don't remember. Maybe, the yeah, film will tell us yeah. at some point. Uh, but yeah, yeah, Thanos is uh, part of. Eternals as well, at least in sort of like the comic yeah. runs and stuff. So yeah, yeah. Okay. So so uh, this wasn't just hey, we're talking about Loki. Let me bitch about mm -hmm. Endgame. What is this 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 like anthropocentric sentient based um, focus mm -hmm. is the one the one thing that I really know. So I like that Loki figured out Loki's plan. Yeah. Like T Tesseract Loki figured out um, new Loki's plan, variant Loki's plan, right? But I hate the plan. <laughs> I hate the plan for multiple reasons. So the idea is, right, um, 
there are these events where everyone dies. So they call these apocalypses. Yes. And so an apocalypse means the end of the world. And mm -hmm. they start with Ragnarok being, and it's like, yeah, Asgard goes away. Yep. And he's like, oh, if Loki goes to Ragnarok, Loki can just hang out, do whatever Loki wants, because it won't change the timeline because it's all going to go away. Yep. Okay. Sure. Let's pretend that makes sense. Um, then we find out that when they say apocalypse, they really just mean a place where a bunch of people died. Yeah. I, 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 Pompeii I, isn't apocalypse. Yeah. A superstorm isn't an apocalypse. It's a place where a bunch of people died. Mm -hmm. Asgard is, is like shown as kind of like not quite like a plane rather than a planet right yes. like the only way to like it seems like it's it's a self-contained thing so ragnarok seems like okay that's an apocalypse mm -hmm. and there's nothing that escapes it but like i don't understand why a superstorm would have the same effects and why this makes sense is because they assume that the only things that matter in changing the timeline is like people escaping people's memories things existing but like a superstorm the helmet of one of these guys left left after the superstorm is probably going to still be there. Yeah. But apparently that's good enough of an apocalypse. Doesn't make sense, mm -hmm. right? And it, and but then you like now we roll back and okay. So how so Lo, if it's about changing in the timeline, Loki shows up and makes a change. So as long as that makes a new timeline, it's just now there are two timelines where that event happens and all the people present die. Mm -hmm. But to, to, for that to not matter, that would mean it was the same timeline, but something else like that. There is something like, so Loki appears and says, meteor's about to crash into your house, Ben, right? Yep. Loki appears and says, hey, Ben, guess what? You're about to die. And you get surprised. Mm -hmm. There's a fact. So now there's a timeline where you were surprised, and by Loki and not, and so yes, they're saying it doesn't matter that you were surprised. It's the same timeline, but that doesn't really make any sense. Mm -hmm. Like as soon as you're thinking about it, no, there's two timelines where the rest of the universe is probably fine, but then we ignore butterfly effect things. But also, the whole point is there can't be two parallel timelines, and that like that's what Loki going to these apocalypses would make. Yes, they would just be yeah. virtually the same, but not identical. Uh, uh, but e also, it's even the if they idea... were the same, that they're, they're wrong. We don't want. We only want one. That's the uh -huh. point of the timekeepers. Yeah. yeah, completely. That something that shouldn't have happened then does occur and branches that off. And it, it yeah. I, I, again, it's hard because are they saying like as long as I then don't leave my house or I don't get hit by said meteor and I die, it doesn't matter. Because the timeline that I'm then on, the um, the one where I've then. been surprised, as long as I still die, then that timeline is well, quashed so quickly and so instantly that it doesn't show up on their data. Point. So like, that's my saying. What my point is, nothing quashes the timeline. According to the science of the show, they have to go and delete all the things that would make the alternate timeline continue, mm -hmm. right? So they go locally and they push blah, and they make disintegrates. So I guess they're saying because you died, it's the same timeline. Like it really makes no sense. And then it's like as long as, 
it's a very like people's thoughts don't count like i guess it's a very factual question mark notion but i could go deeper and say like well your neurons fired in different ways so that's still a fact but yep. let's just leave that there and and say then the next problem is so i now want to know how why these devices can't detect like if loki was doing this surely these their scanning equipment would be like oh there's new timeline that lasted for two seconds like the hiding in the timeline yeah. doesn't make yeah. sense what? unless yeah. unless they've got really bad devices yeah exactly and that's like yeah. my other problem it's like oh i like the idea is cool but it doesn't make sense for like these really like okay what is the what does time travel mean in this world mm -hmm. any any way i can try and model it i don't think it makes sense fine sure it's a tv show i, I think you should hold authors up to some standard of consistency or thinking about it but, but even before that it's like well now your tech doesn't make sense mm, and that's mm. why it really bothered me because it's like it's a neat idea that you haven't done enough and ho hopefully in later episodes they might address why the tech only shows these like, divergent paths but i don't think it'll ever really like so I, I have a i have some faith that they could say oh yeah it's hard to detect until a timeline emerges and then we just have to accept that no matter what happens to you in the moments before, not just you dying, it has to be some cataclysmic event, question mark. Um, again, which, yeah, then the timeline somehow collapses in on itself or whatever. That's never going to get explained away. I think that's just the, they're, they're like, but I could almost think that maybe they will explain um, the limitations of the tech just because that might be an interesting thing for them to write on like tracking the Lokis mm. Mm. <coughs> but it's like the it's sad because I really like time travel -y things and this type of this sort of harder sci-fi elements I like that they're in this show but they're just not great yeah in this show yeah that's fair so that was my quibble yeah oh, I, um, I, I wouldn't disagree with it and it'll be yeah. yeah it's just we need more we need more we need more we need more info yeah on all of these things and some even if it's just a not a throwaway line as such but even if it's some kind of comment uh you know even if it's just one of the hunters like bashing their scanner or something because it's not playing up you're like oh this tech isn't great and they've just shown us that in like two seconds of them some kind yeah. of a, you know environmental part you know guy just in the background smacking his thing or, or whatever that would just give you oh. little hints that, that that those kinds of things aren't great or we find out that actually they have no control over really destroying timelines. There's <laughs> just one, like that, that the way the tech works is completely different. Mm. That'd be interesting. Um, but um, we're coming up on the hour. So I just want to mm -hmm. uh, ask you, um, what are you hoping for? There's 10 episodes of this series. Right? <sighs> wow. Um, I, I, mm. I think, I mean, it'd be nice to have um, as we sort of said, and how how I think it's going to go, um, that we get lots of kind of more self-contained kind of episodes, almost a bit like you know, like Star Trek mm. Next Generation or, or or kind of Deep Space Nine, where you have an episode where stuff happens and it's very self-contained and it tells a very nice, neat, concise story, but pushes character motivations along a little bit and and does allude yeah. to a bigger kind of story and we sort of saw this through you know it, within one division they, they kind of it, 
wasn't quite self-contained episodes. Everything was pushing you through kind of that. And even with the, you know, with Falcon and the Winter Soldier, all of that was just, a, you know, a film basically that we could have yeah. gone kind of along. So I want this to be a little bit more sort of serialized um, in its in its sort of episodes, I think. And I think we might get it, you know, dependent on what those jumps through time are and that that sort of thing. So I, I, that's kind of what so, I want. But in terms of a bigger, wider implication to the MCU, um, I don't think I have a want. I'd, I'd like them to just do what they want to do and see where we end up. You know, having had this now conversation about all of these things that they could pull in, it will be good to see what actually happens with them. Yeah, so I, I looked it up while you were chatting. Uh, six episodes. Oh, wow. Yeah, I thought it was much longer. Okay. I mean, this could be wrong. Yeah, Wikipedia will consist of six episodes, which, but a second season is in development. Oh, okay. Cool. Uh, which which makes me more happy. Like, like I said, like you were saying, I really do want this to be kind of like Loki and the Time Police traipsing around doing silly things right and and him being on on either side of them at different points yeah like that would be very interesting right um or conversely like and then then having just this thing parallel to all the other mcu craziness of just like oh yeah and there's this these guys who exist out of the regular narrative like you're right this this gives them the power to have this much more serialized and repeatable because it kind of doesn't matter what everyone else is doing. Yeah, absolutely. If they're yeah. mucking about in time and and this is a non-canonical Loki. Mm-hmm. Right, Loki's dead. Everyone thinks he's dead, except for like if they want him to show up and be like, not dead. Like they don't have to. They could just leave him outside in limbo kind of thing and yep. just let have this roll forward. Completely. Uh, I didn't realize this was only going to be... Um, six episodes i'm super interested in episode three mm-hmm. uh again same same as you just want to know i like the way the, the story is coming i'm now a little so i think some of the character development stuff i'm saying might not happen yeah but that's okay it's mostly just like i, I like i so i guess it's the point is like with so little action yet so much um happening feeling like a lot has happened because just really good exposition and 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 development i just would like to see that balanced around all the characters Mm. Uh, but it is literally the loki show so and we have two loki's um but yeah that's kind of what i want as well i i want it to end in a way that invites more which obviously there's a second season um so that's good but i would like like a reveal about the multiverse or whatever that isn't like a, oh everything's crazy, but is kind of like a, oh this helps like fe- feeds the, the the Marvel meta of like how the Doctor Strange thing is going to happen, how these other mm. things like I, I like the fact that they drip feed these. I don't like when it's forced, um, which has happened in previous parts of MCU, and this doesn't like WandaVision kind of just said chaos magic is a thing, and boy that might be a doozy. And she's really good at it. And you know she's in Doctor Strange and he's a magician, but not a chaos magician. So like, oh, I can kind of see some writing on some walls. Mm-hmm. This this sounds interesting to me, right? I'm hoping it's something along those lines where it's like, like we said at the top of the show, right? Um, Like, like something cracks and more timelines or the multiverse is it like appears to be 
not just this one timeline. Um, something that like, maybe it's a cliffhanger, but still we feel like we're in this, um, we're still satisfied at the end of season one. Yeah. But, but, but like that, it gives us some move on the main MCU, but not a huge one that like, just that uh, that upturns how what the show was trying to do i guess is the idea mm-hmm. i don't care what that is i just and i i mean this is me saying that's probably what's going to happen because there's a season two and they they do like drip feeding and making people like feeding the rumor mill so it's going to be something that seems big but really vague and could be like 17 things in the comics yes yeah and it's um, it will be then again if it's in development you know uh, whether it's being you know development whether it's currently just being written or storyboarded or whatever stage that is at, um, again, where it will then fit in is it is it going to be more self-contained and serialized with touches on you know ramifications or kind of points that that do that, or can it be that anchor? You know, we we see this. We then have a few because the, a, a Marvel phase is over several years as they eke out kind of. You know, it's probably going to be like six or eight films or whatever it is, plus the TV shows that they have now just for a phase. So, yeah. does Loki get two seasons within this phase? So, we see one before, say, the Doctor Strange movie. We see one before then, like the Ant-Man movie. You know, the, the ones that are going to be yeah. touching on more kind of time travel, multiverse sort of ways that this can anchor all of that sort of stuff. So, yeah, it'd be great to see how they do that if it's more serialized and where it then fits in within the, the wider sort of story. So yeah. Nice. Excellent. Um, well, I think that does us for now. Perfect. Um, thanks everyone for joining us. Uh, uh, always a pleasure to chat geeky stuff with you, Ben. Um, if people want to chat to us, they can reach us at podcast at out of lives.net or at out of lives net or Ben at Nova underscore 47. Myself at the Omniarch. You can go to outoflives.net for all your podcasts, video gaming, pop culture, news, articles, VODs, uh, including um, this next act, which is back uh, thanks to comedy being reopened. So it's the new music, new material, or some new music, new comic, new material uh, uh, comedy night at uh, um, here in Bristol. Uh, and it's a, it's a podcast that comes out every week although we missed a week because of a covid scare Mm. um but yeah so check that out um uh like subscribe review on your podcatchers of choice slash whatever platform you've stumbled upon us and please share and chat with us Uh, you know if this is youtube write a thing in the comments engagement (laughs) makes the algorithm send it out to more people absolutely that would really help yeah um but yeah that's it for this week i've been adele i've been ben Bye. See ya. www.outoflives.net